Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, welcome to Creative Business Made Simple. If you're an artist, an author, a coach, a creative mind, whatever you might be, this is the show for you. This is the only platform that's going to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. And each and every single week, we talk about things here on this show specifically that is going to help you thrive and develop and build your business the way that you want it. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And welcome to today's show. Well, good morning there, friends, and wiki wiki, it is time to arise and shine. Welcome to Creative Business Made Simple. I am your host, John Morris, the artist, author, and coach for the creative mind. It is a delight to be here with you once again, coming to you all the way from the west coast of Scotland in sunny, sunny United Kingdom. I hope you're doing amazing today. How's your week been? Has it been good? Has it been productive? One of the things that we talked about a little bit in last week's episode that I want to really kind of get into this week is all about success. It is all about success, the idea of success, what it is and what it is not. Okay, so first of all, some common myths about success. It seems to be in this world in which we live in, that it is the person with the most, they used to call it the boy with the most toys who dies wins, or he who dies with the most toys wins, something like that. But here's the thing, when you are dead, it doesn't matter how much money you've made, how much success you've had, you ain't taking it with you. Let, let's establish that here and now. Success has been falsely presented, I think, all over social media. The pictures of people with massive jet planes, the people with limousines, the people with you know, million dollar mansions, a million dollar houses, a million dollar this, a million dollar that, and $10 billion this, and, you know, a hundred trillion dollar, and then a quadrillion dollars, and, you know, I'm setting fire to, to, to you know, a hundred thousand pounds, and, um, you know, it just goes on and on and on. And I don't know about you, but I'm tired of it. And I think we really re need to reestablish what it means to be successful. Because I've got so many people that I have met online over the past 18 years that have come and said, John, I'm giving this up because I just don't feel like I'm being successful. I said, well, how much are you making a year? Some people were making 25000 a year. Some people were making 50000 a year. And I said, you're having financial success. I said, why not? Why, why are you giving this up? And they said, well, to me, it's simple. The answer is simple. Because I'm not Tony Robbins, I'm not Grant Cardone, I'm not fill in the blank. And I said, first of all, why would you want to be? Because with massive success comes massive responsibility. So let me tell you a little story here. Remember I told you a couple of episodes ago that I was a good storyteller? Well, let's put that to the test, shall we? I was speaking at an event a couple of years ago. And it was, it was a big event, big stage, all that kind of stuff, pre-lockdown. And it was actually one of the last events that I ever spoke at. It was super, super exciting. And a person said to me, well, you're meant to be this, you know, this, this person, this great artist that's having all this success. How much are you making household income per year? And I said, we're making about 30, 35,000 a year. And they laughed. And I said, why are you laughing? He said, that's pathetic. Running a business, how on earth could you do that? I said, simple. Because it only costs me 16,000 a year to live, which means... For all you mathematical geniuses out there, 
that I'm actually saving £19,000 per year. And they said, uh, oh, that's technically not right in the maths, but you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm saving a good amount. I'm just thinking about that. It didn't sound right. Um, but I'm making and saving a really good amount. And they said, oh, I said, how much does it cost you to live a year? And some people were saying 30,000 a year, 40,000 a year, 50,000 a year. And first of all, my response is, what the heck are you spending your money on? There was one person that told me that if she didn't make I think it was like $150,000 a year. She lived in New York. She couldn't afford to live. Now, this wasn't central New York. This was upstate, which is, I think, two and a half hours uh, out of New York by car, if my memory serves me correctly. And I said, okay, so your lifestyle costs you 50000 a year. How much do you make? Forty-five. How much do you make? Thirty-five. How much do you make? Twenty-seven. I said, well, here's the interesting thing. You're laughing at me because I can make 600 pounds here and I, or, I, or I take or I receive, however you phrase it, and, and I take 600 pounds here and I, and I take 600 pounds there. My lifestyle only costs me 16,000 a year and I'm incredibly happy. Again, you don't believe me, we live in a four bedroom, three bathroom house. It's detached. We've got fantastic neighbors. We've got a beautiful park and a lake. We've actually got two of them around our surrounding area. Got a beautiful sized garden, which is manageable. We've got all the space that we could ever want until we choose to expand. And I said, here's the crazy thing that none of you seem to get. Everybody that laughed at me for only making £35,000 a year in my business, here's the thing you don't understand. My business costs me next to nothing to run. All I've got to pay for is the internet and the power. It costs me time. Of course it costs you time, but anything costs you time. You sneeze, it costs you time. You fart, it costs you time. You need to go to the toilet, it costs you time. Everything costs you time. But it isn't time wasted if you love what you do, was the follow-up to what I was saying. I said, here's the thing. You guys have grown. You guys have gone from a small business that you did at your home it was a group of ladies. So, but you, you ladies have gone from a group of, of, you know, successful ladies, a small business that you're now having to, you know, develop into a medium-sized business. So you can employ more people at a minimum, a minimum of 20,000 pounds a year if they're full-time, probably 15,000 if they're part-time. So you've got to find the, the money to do that, first of all. Second of all, do you know how much it costs per month to rent somewhere? I'll give you a clue. It's between two and four thousand pounds for a small place. For a small place, you've got to make forty-eight thousand pounds per year before you make any profit at all. I said, "So you laugh at me." I said, "Are you stressed?" I actually spoke to the the head CEO. I said, "Are you stressed?" She said, "All the time." I said, "Do you spend any time with your kids?" She said, "Hardly any." I said, "Do you spend any time with your husband?" We're getting divorced. I said, "Now that's interesting." I get to spend a great amount of time with my, and, and actually the reason we're getting divorced was because she was spending so much time away at work. Her husband felt neglected. He felt like she didn't see him, and he felt that literally she wasn't providing his needs, and he wasn't able to meet her needs. They'd grown apart. So I said, how interesting this is. I said, do you think if you took some time, if you have, if you had the ability to go back in time, do you think you would work as much or 
would you spend more time with your family? And immediately, without any hesitation at all, family. She wanted things to work with her husband. I don't know whether they got divorced or not. I have no idea. But there's the difference. I spend a greater time with my wife. I get to work with my wife. She's our chief editor. Sounds really posh. I mean, she sits on a laptop and, uh, you know, and, and edits the stuff that I've put together. But she does a phenomenal job with it. She's one of the true last ladies that there is, I think, in the world. I've never met anyone like her. She takes care of me like you would not believe. And I do the same for her. If I've got time on my hands and I'm like, okay, well, the dishwasher needs to be emptied. I never refill the dishwasher because she has a certain way of doing it. But I can empty the stuff. I can put it away. The dishes need to be washed. I can wash those. Bathrooms need to be done. I can do those. It takes five minutes to do. And that's in a, in a thorough, thorough job. Anyway, I digress. So there's, therein lies the difference. You say, well, John, you only make 35000 a year. I'm like, yeah. E, can't take it with me when I'm dead. B, what would I do if I made a million, if I received a million? Do I actually need a million? No. Why? Because A, I'm really happy. B, I can afford to pay my mortgage and my house. C, I can do pretty much anything that I want to do. D, we're saving about £20,000 a year. Now, that fluctuates, of course. Sometimes you save 10000 a year. Sometimes you save twenty. Sometimes you might save fifteen. It goes up and down. But here's the thing. You can earn a certain amount of money and be really happy doing what you're doing. You don't need to be Grant Cardone that sits there that tells you, oh, you know, you need to earn a million. I've earned a million in all this time. You don't need to be that person. Because guess what? If you're earning a million, you got to do a heck of a lot of work to keep up with all of those different things, all of those plates that keep spinning. Whereas me, if I take a 600-pound painting order, I've got one painting and I get 600 quid. Minus expenses, I've got about 550 pound profit. Now tell me who's the dummy. Tell me who's the dummy. I build businesses that literally are hands off for me. I say I bulk create content. So doing this podcast with you, I got a little secret. It's been filmed weeks before, sometimes even months before. Now, there may be times where I'll go on and I'll talk about what's going on and what's happening, but I normally film about 10 podcasts in a, in a row. Now, I'm incredibly perceptive when it comes to that, so I'm usually fairly accurate in talking about something in the future that's you know I, I expect is going to happen. And because it's evergreen content, it means that it's going to, you know, happen over and over and over again. I bulk create content for TikTok, for YouTube, for Snapchat. Don't use Snapchat, it's a bad example. But for TikTok, for Facebook, for YouTube, for Instagram, for our website. I bulk create content. Because ultimately, I want everything on the left side that I do in business to provide for me financially so as I can go back to spending time with my family writing my books, and having a tremendous amount of time doing it. Like I say, if you only need £16,000, $20,000, that's why I was getting confused, $20,000 per year to live, and you're making $40,000, £35,000, household income, man, you're covered. And you can be happy with that. You've hardly got any of the stress and the pressures at all. 
You think sometimes that Gary V doesn't have sleepless nights? You think sometimes that Grant Cardone doesn't have sleepless nights, worried and petrified who's going to take his money? Tony Robbins the same? Remember, the more you have, the more you have to lose. And the problem is, the more things people acquire, the more they want to try and hold on to. You don't believe me? Just look at a beautiful woman or a handsome guy. When their looks start to go and they've nothing else about them because that's all they've had, they panic. They do some insanely stupid things. So my definition of success is this. Waking up in the morning and being able to do what you love to do. If that's spending time with your family, hallelujah, God bless you. If that's spending time kneeling on a floor painting a picture of a dog, because somebody's commissioned you to do it, God bless you, well done. Because you figured out how to build a relationship with your audience. And they trust you to do that. Guess what? 2020, or 2021, whenever it was that lockdown hit, we were nervous about how our business was going. I was in, I was in so many different pies at that point, and so many different things in business. And as soon as that happened, I defaulted back to one which was our art business. Do you know that in one month, I forget how many orders we had, but I know it amassed to an amount of £10,000 as we're going into lockdown. £10,000 in a month. For me, that was unheard of. So don't let anybody put you down. For earning less than 100000 a year. For earning less than 60000 a year. Again, if you've got a millionaire salary, the chances are you've got a millionaire lifestyle. Now, if you're in America, yes, you have to make a certain amount of money, but it's exactly the same thing. If your lifestyle only requires you to make $100,000 and you're spending $150,000, $200,000, then that's on you and you need to look at how to cut back. If your lifestyle costs you $100,000 to live and you're earning $200,000 a year, stop whinging. Stop comparing yourself to these other people, these witless wonders that are just trying to make you feel bad for not being all that you can be and all the nonsense of that. Maybe if you weren't spending so much time running around with this comparison syndrome, trying to make more money, trying to accumulate more things, trying to keep up with the Joneses, You'd have more time to actually be the best version that you could be. You'd have more time to actually focus on you, on your business, on your family, on your projects, on your hobbies, on what you love to do. We've gotten so out of proportion nowadays, it is unreal. And I've known millionaires that are absolutely miserable. And they've said to me, John, I would do anything to do what you're doing. And first of all, I tell them, well, you couldn't. <laughs> Because a lot of them can't paint to see the life, which is quite amusing. And, and even few of them can sing, and even few even that can, can write a book that isn't a self-help novel book um, or a self-help book. Because that's where everybody goes now because it's so simple to do. But this is how you test the true authors. Can you write about something different? Can you take those self-help principles and write a novel about it? Can you develop it into something more? That's just my views. So, folks, I hope this has really been helpful to you. As we wrap up the show, I'm actually going to try and wrap up around time this time. 
and this week. Success is up to you to define. If you're making £20,000 a year and it costs you 10 or 15 or £16,000 to live, you are making profit. And you say, oh yeah, but, but you know, my, my, my business needs more than that. So there are a ton of different ways to earn more money. Don't base your success on what somebody else tells you it is. Gary V has turned around and said to a lot of people, if you make a million in your business, to him, that's a poor business because his businesses are so much more. And that's fine. But he also follows it up with, you know, but to some people, a million is a lot of money. A million is a lot in a business. So my friends, I wish you well today, whatever you do, you decide whether you're being successful or not. If you're getting up in the morning, you're doing what you're loving, you're making money doing what it is, you're serving other people, you're spending time with your family, and you've more than enough money to take care of all that you need to take care of, then man, you're winning. Because guess what? You can't take it with you. And here's another little thing. Alan Watts said this the best. He was asked, what, what, what is it like to die? which is quite a morbid thing to think about. And he said, it's like you have never, ever existed. And here's the kicker. Every one of those friends around you, they never would have existed either. It's like, you know, it's like nothing. It, it just goes, it's done. Here's the other kicker. 300 trillion billion years from now, life on earth will not even be a thing. So you tell me who the biggest clown is Someone that's running around stressed out of their brains telling you, you need to make a million, you need to make a million, you need to make a million. Or someone that actually uses their time wisely, develops spiritually, has peace about what they do, and genuinely has a good dot, dot, dot time. Have a phenomenal Friday, my friends. I hope you're loving the show. I hope it's kicking you into high gear. And I hope it's giving you a fresh perspective on all that you're doing. It doesn't mean you don't work hard. It doesn't mean that you don't enjoy what you're doing. But it just means that you can think a little bit more about what success really is. Have a phenomenal day, my friend. Have a phenomenal weekend. Come and see us same place, same time next week for more Creative Business Made Simple. And until then, namaste. God bless.